Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. Welcome citizens, global voice, the mayor here on New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creative thinkers and doers. And hey, if you're thinking and you're doing, make sure you tag me. I want to see, I want to be able to support you and whatever you decide to do as you move one step closer to that island of success. And speaking of success, if you want to successfully check out the back catalog of New Amsterdam Radio and see exclusive videos as well as bonus shows, we're talking brand new shows not seen anywhere else, you got to hit the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Flobo Voice. We call it the boisterous crew. Uh, you get to have access to shows like the Flobo Soda Netflix stand-up comedy specials edition. Flo Beatles Book Club, where we go through and read and discuss books. And my personal favorite, Flobo Tries, where I get to, you know, swallow my pride. And you get to watch my face contort into many different shapes. That try new foods for the first dang time. It's about trying new things. It's about expanding the mind. And my guest today does that as well. Casey, a.k.a., has been doing it in the rap game for over a decade. But it was the fact that he, like me, are a huge wrestling fan, was kind of how we bonded. You see, out there with music, it's one of those things like trying to be fresh and trying to reinvent yourself, but still being too true to yourself at the same time. How do you let your audience know that you have been the same since day one, why you yourself get to grow and show the world you're the same person you were when you started? Sounds paradoxical, doesn't it? I know. So I was just more than willing to sit down with Cassie to see how he approached his craft on today's episode. And when you do, make sure you follow the social media. I'll have the links in the show notes. Please do that. But without any further ado, my chat with Casey, a.k.a. Phone was silent. Welcome back to Amsterdam Radio. I am a well-rested mayor because we had an extra hour of that daylight savings time the day of recording this. Popo Boys in the mayor's office, but as always, I'm not alone. I'm being joined by someone who does all the things we're talking about on wax. We're talking about in the in the pop culture. Please get over it, Kazzy, aka. Yeah, what's going on? What's going what's on? Up? So we're talking about this before we went live. AKA, why the AKA? Um, uh, well, when I first started rapping, uh, my rap name was Caswell, and it became Kazzy Jetson, and then okay. it became Kazzy, and then one day, you know, I was actually talking to somebody, they were just like, you know, you got so many nicknames, like, you know, it's almost like Kazzy, a.k.a. everything, and I was just like, you know what, let's just go with that, so Kazzy, yeah. a.k.a., and then you can just kind of slot whatever nickname I'm feeling that day, so, you know, I, Yo, Kazzy. I like it, but let me ask Thank you that you. as a creative, what, what, sometimes some people say, no, that's my name, I'm gonna double down, man, but you decide to change, like, what was yeah. the, the reason to do that, why'd you run the shift um so caswell actually was a city um funny enough this was i was in church when i was a kid trying to figure out a rap name it was like true blue <laughs> you like, not paying attention to church cousin, <laughs> yeah like you know we was kids man and i'm like yo this rap name not gonna work like and so i'm flipping through the pamphlet like the the the, the you know the the you know whatever telling you what's going on for the day and uh yeah. we had a pastor coming in uh from caswell north carolina and i was yeah. just looking at my cousin i was like this is it it's caswell and you know my family's from north carolina so i just ran with that but um you know one day i'm, I'm, I'm in college 
And uh, my producer, my, my right-hand homie, he's like, yo, people keep hitting me up on MySpace saying congratulations. He's like, well, you know, why? And he's like, you know, they keep saying, you know, you get to work with Caswell. He's so confused. And it comes to find out that it's another rapper named Caswell. Oh, and yeah. he was on, um, he was on, uh, and I didn't even know. I was actually chilling um, in my in my dorm's, like, kind of study lounge, and uh, RuPaul's Drag Race was on. And okay. it's like, Classic. all of a sudden, right, and all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, welcome to the stage, Caswell. And I'm like, what? And then I'm like, oh, snap, somebody's already got my name. And so I'm like, yeah. I got to change the name. And, you know, Kazzy Jetson was like a nickname at the time I was using. So I was just like, it kind of spiraled yeah. from there. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Because this is this part of you like, no, nah, man, be yourself. But if you go, yeah. you got RuPaul Ru money. I'm not that. trying to get sued. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. nah, you can skip that. Nah. Yeah, it's, it's funny because like uh, from the comedy world and, and you know, sometimes like how you think of music, sometimes a couple notes get together. Right. That's what you want. Some people say that you are stealing jokes, but you have a joke that may be similar. And sometimes right. you can double down, like, no, my interpretation's best. But if someone right. does it on Jimmy Fallon, it's a wrap. There's nothing it's, you can it's do. Over. Nah. Yeah, you can't yeah, even man. do that. Nope. Yes. So how long has it been the game? How long has it been the rap uh, game? About 10, 10 years, 11. Okay. Um, okay. Around that time, I started around, like, uh, officially, like, on wax. Um, uh, here and there, around, like, when I was 11, my first record um, was actually in class. Uh, my teacher, you know, um, he was one of those teachers that was really rough and tough. You know, we didn't, we all hated him, but ended up, he ended up being one of the coolest teachers I had. And at yeah. back then, you know, all everybody wanted to do was rap or play ball or, you know, wanted to be hood. So he was like, right. well, since y'all wanted to be rappers so bad, you know, how about we ended the year? If y'all stick to y'all, you know, what y'all supposed to be doing all year, I got a producer, homie, he'll come in, he'll set the mic up, and we'll do a whole class record. Oh, that's cool. And I was just like that. Like, I was like the class nerd, but everybody knew I wrote raps. And so I just kind of started from there. Um, was it hot or was it kind of whack? It was hot. I mean, for, okay. I mean, by... Looking back, it was whack, but um, <laughs> I listened. I was like, oh, I don't want to hear this ever again. But like, everybody was so hyped because you know, nobody was really prepared. I had like two verses, I ended up doing like two whole verses. Everybody else had a little verse or whatever, and so um, it was it was cool at the time, you know. Um, my cousin she raised me, her boyfriend was a rapper, also. He was like one of those battle type rappers, and you know, he was trying to do a little uh, a young, young kid squad of rappers, and so I had a yeah. couple records with him, but um, I didn't really start hardcore to like 2009 where like my homie had like an in-house studio and I just started recording with him and it's pretty much been it. So that, you know, yeah. Yeah. Yo, growing up in Brooklyn, man, I felt like, like to, to be a rapper was like a, a single endeavor. Like to, yeah. not to, not to yeah. diminish it, but to become like a Pokemon master. You get <laughs> right. one day, like Everybody, I'm gonna go out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you have people encouraging you. That must be a cool dynamic having yeah. like, okay, you're creative. Let's foster yeah. that. You got some skill and talent. Like, has it yeah. been an issue or has it been a desire for you to pay that forward to the next generation? Um, definitely, definitely. Um, I feel like there's so much talent. Um, and that's kind of one of been one of my biggest um, objectives for the last, you know, maybe five, six years is finding that new talent and just kind of molding them and helping them all out. Because, you know, for me, I was kind of like a fish out of water for a while. Like I like I said, I was a nerd growing up. So as I was, was rapping, my influence was, you know, 50 Cent. Cameron, Jay-Z, you know, state property. So I was rapping like that. Like, oh, I got yeah. the clock. I'm going to hit him with... But I yeah. wasn't doing none of that, you know? Right, so, right. like, I felt like there was nobody until, like, you know, Kanye came out and a couple other, other you know, comments. I started listening to him and I'm like, oh, snap, Lupe. I'm like, oh, yeah. I can be a nerd and rap. So 
you know, for me now, it's kind of like that again, where it's so many artists that are young, but they don't, they don't have the same topics. They don't rap the same and they don't really have nobody that is willing to bring them in and, you know, help mold that. So I definitely want to pay that forward that, you know, that's, that's definitely a big objective for me. Yeah, I know people always say like I like old Kanye, I don't like new oh, Kanye, yeah, but 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 for yeah. me like I don't want to say this derisively, but like in 08 and 09, I felt like Kanye was the first one that did like emo rap. It was 808, yeah. and then uh, for yeah. me the the verse he dropped on the Jeezy track, put on. Oh, I still yeah, rap that. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh man, yeah. that just like hits the heart. So, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that was crazy. You hit the auto tune. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, feel the man. pain, brother. <laughs> so we'll talk about it, man. 10th studio album, The Wax Take 10. Uh, All right, cool yeah. day. Yeah, man. What? And this is the first time anyone's going to hear this. I've been keeping it low-key. And okay. I was like, you know, this might be a good time. So, yeah, The Wax Tape is, um, yeah, man, it's my 10th, 10th album. Um, yeah, congrats. 10 is a thank lot. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Um, It's uh, it's different. Uh, It's it's uh, it's something I've... Uh, so a lot of my albums have kind of stories and um, the wax tape is kind of the beginning of the story. I kind of wanted to tell based off of like the story of Icarus and um, his dad um, kind of trying to build the wings to escape out of the labyrinth. And, um, you know, I kind of wanted to create a story around that. Whereas though my mm-hmm. last kind of series of albums was um, Achilles. Um, it kind of was the story of like the king turned into a tyrant. So I kind of did like three albums around that. And so this time I wanted to kind of start a new story and kind of a new tale, you know? Yeah. Mm. So why, why Icarus? Why one number 10? Uh, I mean, it's so many different stories that are connected with that, um, kind of comparison like the the whole idea of you know flying too close to the sun your wings burning um arrogance you know Mm -hmm. not listening uh to people around you the ogs you know um i I went through a whole era of my career where um i was close to you know signing a deal uh with a not the management deal you know in relation to a record label and um because of you know me not listening and you know making crazy decisions not crazy like crime or nothing like that you know right right still a nerd but you know i i you know because of things i wasn't listening um to from from you know ogs and other people around me um it caused me to kind of you know my my wings to kind of burn up and um i kind of crashed out and um that's one of the reasons and then also the whole concept of the father and the son you know um icarus you know if you look back to the story icarus wasn't put in the he wasn't trapped in the labyrinth because of him it was his dad you know it was it was his decisions and what he did that yeah. led his kid to be locked in there with him you know and so it was almost like you know i gotta try to figure out how to escape and i'm not even supposed to be here you know and so it's it's almost like the concept of the fathers you know especially growing up you know in the concept of people knowing you know oh a lot of fathers aren't around you know a lot of decisions that get made by us you know it, it we don't know how it affects our later generations, our children later down the line, you know? And so mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of create an album kind of telling that story. Cause you're starting to see now in Philadelphia, so much crime and then a lot of stuff that's going on. It's the kids that's doing it. And you know, a lot of them, they didn't raise, they didn't wake up, be, they, they weren't born and, and, and grow up saying, I'm going to be a criminal one day. You know, they were right. put in these positions. They were, they, a lot of different things happened that led them to that, path you know and i kind of wanted to tell that story like how how 
you know, we don't always know the repercussions of our actions right now because we're thinking about the right now. We're not thinking about our grandchildren. You know, that's yeah. something that's well in the future. We're not worried about that, you know? Yeah, it's it's interesting to see another brother get into that Greek mythology. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a, the tattoo of the Greek goddess Nemesis on my chest. Uh, because oh my. like the you know, story of like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's a whole story about like there's Taiki, the goddess of luck. If you didn't like mm. praise her well, she'll send her sister out there, mm. Nemesis, to like pick you down a pick. That's why Nemesis is something that humbles you, not necessarily your enemy. But that was pretty cool. Because but the thing is, that is some nerd stuff to be in the library being like, oh wow, what a story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a, man, it's crazy. Story, like, I, I. I grew up in, in uh it really wasn't when I got into college, like I kind of stumbled into this like mythology class and I always was enamored with like the constellations and stuff like that. And yeah. you know, um that's something that always kind of amazed me, just the stories and how you know they, they tell stories that are still relevant today, you know. So I don't go too deep into the you know the gods and stuff like that, but just the stories, the concepts are like crazy because you can see how they are mirrored today you know you go from greek mythology the bible so many different stories are just mirrored today and you know some people might know the, the classic stories that everybody knows but it's them smaller stories that a lot of people don't know about and they influence you know our movies you know our our eo albums you know obviously and you know comic book stories they they influence so much um so it's like why not you know bring that to life you know um and let it be hot, you know, with some yeah, bars, yeah. you know. Do, do you celebrate this release? Are you doing something special for it? It's kind of like, yo, 10, I got 20 more in the race. Right. <laughs> I mean, to a degree, yeah. yeah. I mean, this this album to me is is I'm I'm pushing this album to be the album that I've always wanted to make. Um, this was the album that um, you know, I'm putting money, you know, I've always kind of put money into it, you know, but this is the album where it's like I'm I'm putting energy, effort, money, um, just attention, you know, the merchandise. Like I've had all these different ideas for all my other albums, but I've had them kind of come to fruition in pieces. So uh yeah. my last big album was The Mighty, and I had, you know, that was one of my first albums where I had a full, you know, high quality video. You know, I shot in Times Square and you know, I was getting chased and throughout it was cool it had like a storyline to it and you know then my last album official last album achilles had merchandise to it so this yeah. album is going to be the album where i kind of bring all of those pieces together the videos the merchandise the the, the high quality mix the master selling it you know the whole release um i'm working on um kind of like this crazy idea it's kind of based off of the mixtapes from 2000 so yeah, you yeah, know yeah. selling it out the trunk you know with the with the with the cds <laughs> and the tapes i want to kind of bring it back to that because um that was an era a lot of people remember uh so the story the the, the sounds are kind of up to date um sounds are, are current but you kind of take it back to the hip-hop the bars um so that the young kids can rock with it they can listen to the hooks and the, and the beats and the old heads can listen to it and you know kind of get taken back in time to the you know old school mixtape days where they was yeah. you know we was buying bootlegs and lime wire and all of that and dj dramas yelling, yelling all over the tracks <laughs> and stuff like that i want to kind of take it back to that feeling because you know, it's it's so much division in hip hop right now. It's either the, it's the young kids and the old heads, and you know, there's no, there's not a lot of people that's bringing both of those worlds together. So it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, it was a very special time. I mean, if to me, like, 
Yeah, I mean, I, yo, growing up being a Brooklyn kid, like the place I used to get my mixtapes back then, of two for five, four for ten for the CD yeah. ones, yeah. Uh, with the look, the the uh, the dot matrix printed covers and all oh, that. Oh man! I, I went one home one year and they built Barclays on top of the spot. Oh, I got my tapes. No. I was like, "Yep, this is this that's, is Arizona. That's, that's a wrap. Yep. That's a wrap, man. Yep. It's the same thing in Philly, like Philly, Philly, Fifty Second Street, West Philly. You know, that's where everything went down. You know, you had all the vendors was outside, and you know, you could buy a a, a pair of Air Force Ones. You know, quote fingers. You know, uh, <laughs> a mixtape and a pack of five, five pack of white tees. You know, and yeah. now it's like all that's gone. You know, they they cleaned the whole thing up, and you know, it, it don't feel the same no more you know yeah and there's but no what, need for it anymore though i guess there is no need for it but what about you as a person guys you're not just a rapping machine unless you are like what do you do in day of how do you fill the cup how do you hang out how do you recharge my friend um you know, you know i got uh two kids so that's one of the biggest things right. a wife so <laughs> half of that yeah. is it's that's done right there so you know i spend time with my family and i know, said recharge rap. brother i didn't say no, i'm just kidding hey, <laughs> hey listen you know hey, listen you know but a lot of times you know that's that is how i recharge you know um my family is a big kind of it's, it's a boost for me, you know. Um, but on top of that, you know, I, I play video games. You know, I chill. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a big not a, a big Madden fan. I play Madden. Um, I play a lot of WWE. Um, okay. Two K nineteen. Oh, that's the last good one. Oh, I ain't trying no. to want it. No, nope. I have nineteen still. You can download my character then. Oh man. Oh man. I'm gonna try that. I'm gonna do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I try. I tried to do two K twenty. Um, I pushed it off. And one day I was just like, you know, I think it was like $20 PS Net or PlayStation Store. I was like, yeah, let's just try it. Yeah. And I, I downloaded it. I started playing it. You know, The Fiend is on there. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, this, this isn't that bad. Everybody said it's buggy. Get like 20 minutes in. It's like, nope, can't do it. It was the glitching. The was different. Oh, again, the whole everything was just like, I couldn't do it. I booted 2K19 back up so fast. I was like, that's, I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I'm with I'm with you. I do I think I boot 18 because I like sending Steve Austin in that one. Oh like, yeah. Oh, 19 yeah. is 19 is my jam, man. Cause like yeah. I felt like yeah. Ukes was like, are we out? All right, we'll give it a good one and we peace. Right. <laughs> like, and I, I, I was so disappointed. I'm like, dang, man, this is whack, man. So it's still I still have it, but you know, once I found out they weren't doing more updates on it, I was just like, well, I'll just wait for 2K21. Call it yeah. 2K22, sorry. Right. It hits different coming out whenever. <laughs> it but, hits uh, different. We'll see. We'll find we, out. Were you a long-term wrestling fan, or how long you were playing the wrestling arts society? Oh man, I've been wrestling. Uh, not I've been wrestling. Gosh, what? Um, <laughs> I've been a fan of wrestling. Um, for for a long time since uh since SmackDown was on UPN. Um, okay. Back yep. in the day, you know, yep. I, I didn't I, have I, cable, I, so that was my jam. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. You know, that was it. You 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 wanted to know what happened on Raw. You just better hope you keep the highlights on SmackDown. Like, yeah. no pay per views before YouTube. I couldn't stream anything. So, um, yeah, I've been I've been a fan since since back then. Um, kind of fell off of it for a while. Um, and I picked it back up in college. I was bored and have nothing else to do. Um, this is like 2008, 2009, okay. and um, oh my gosh, I pulled up. One day, and I don't know what I was doing, but something came across the screen. It was just like Undertaker versus Triple H, Hell in a Cell, uh, Shawn Michaels, special guest referee. I was like, what? <laughs> like, I got to pull this up. Wait a minute. <laughs> so I pull it up. I watch. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. What have I missed? And it's like all these wrestlers. I don't know. I'm like, yo, who? who what is Sheamus? What is this? <laughs> and then ever since then, I just kind of picked it back up. Then 
I've been watching yeah. it, you know. Um, I, I was here and there. I didn't start watching hardcore again, like, every week until, like, the, the whole Daniel Bryan authority storyline. Once that happened, I was like, all right, now, now I'm watching. Now my kid's watching it with me. This is before okay. I had my, my baby. You know, um, I, he's – he's um. He's a he's eleven now, uh, oh, and he nice. started watching it with me, and then ever, ever since then I was there. So been watching yeah. it ever since. So what's been your thought about the people changes? I feel like there's two camps going. There's like there's like discontent with the shifting of wrestling promotions. Everyone wants AEW nowadays. Yeah, Everyone's doing yeah. New Japan, but there's like this this Howard line that stays. We want a family entertainment show. It seems to be the E is still the best at doing that. What's been your experience having two kids of your own? Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's um. You know, but for my kid, he he. Well, first of all, my baby, he loves wrestling. Like he, he, I don't know why, he just he loves it. He will literally sit there and watch a whole show. He'll watch me play the game. I think it's because when I had him, he was a newborn. I would hold him in one arm and the controller in the other, playing two K. So yeah. he just loves it. Um, but my older kid, he loves it too. But he's older now, so he has the same thoughts. Like, oh my gosh, come on with this match. Like this match was two minutes long. And yeah, once yeah, yeah. all the league came out, he was like, oh. Okay, this is cool. Like I would yeah. always tell him about like Kenny Omega, but if you don't, if you all you know is WWE, like you don't really care. Like oh, okay, that's cool. But then he sees it for himself now, and now he's like he's a fan of both to a degree. But yeah, yeah. You know, it's something very new and shiny about All Elite. It's yeah, like you know because WWE's yeah. been around for seventy five years, and it's great. Exactly. But it's like that's my dad's promotion. My dad watched that. Like when right, I right. growing up, my dad uh, when he came to this country in the mid seventies, he was like, oh, I used to go to watch WWF and Chief J Strongbow, and it was so right. much fun. And so I get yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting, but it's like it's it's the best of both worlds. Like if you want something that's entertaining and and you just want some good story, you know. Got WWE. Yeah. If you want good, like you know, wrestling and watch all elite, you know, some yeah. people like both, you know, but the, the division is crazy. Like some people will just like any yeah. L on any side. It's just like, see, that's why they're gonna fail in the year. I'm like, all right, calm down, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I, my my theory is that like people my age, so I'm I'm 36. People my age, we were like the last generation of actual nerds. Like oh, people yeah. got beat up oh, for loving yeah. stuff. Like oh, I remember getting to yeah. five years Archie comics. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, they don't know. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm gonna get one of those better. Like what? Like yeah, yeah. You right above me. So like I'm like 31. So I'm like right yeah. there. Where, like it started becoming cool. Like I remember like kids in my middle schools. Like I went to like, one of the worst middle schools in Philly, and like they were like flipping Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Like low-key gambling but like it was cool to a degree like Pokemon right. was so cool wrestling was like and eh, not so much but you know it's the kind of in between but yeah yeah but i feel like those 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 guys who were made fun of before are now at the age where they have kids of their own and go on twitter and just like tease everybody you had a real fan because you started watching last year i'm like that's not how fandom works. You don't That's really not. That's <laughs> like, really not. Military, like, like you don't got enough time on your belt. Like okay, like yeah. cool story, bro. Like have you dealt with that from the music side? Like people come like, yo, how can you be hip hop fan if you're not a fan of this guy or that person or that group? Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, so for me, like coming up in the music game, um, especially in Philly, like Philly has um because of the circles I was in, Philly was so hip hop based. You know, and mm -hmm. this is where when I started really coming into it, where um, I remember when Soldier Boy was coming out and, you know, snap rap was a thing, you know, and 
is such a divide even in Philly. Um, if you're, it was a point where if you're rapping, um, but if it wasn't uh, boom bat beats, then you know you were one right. of those young cats. And um, you know, I, I one time had somebody throw a glass at my feet when we were kind of at a hip hop show. Uh, yeah. I did a so I have a song called Ignorant where it's um it's a, a, a electric light orchestra sample and i kind of flipped oh, it dang. yeah and okay. i turned it into like a hip-hop it, it's upbeat but the song is called ignorant because it's like the whole song is kind of like a parody of the hip-hop that was coming out at that time where it was just all about you know ice and 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 flossing or whatever and i guess the the guy didn't catch the reference and so he was, we all standing around in a pile out just chopping it up at you know after the show and he's like yo man i got one thing to ask you bro and i'm like yo what's going on bro and he takes his glass he throws it at the ground he's like why y'all keep fucking up my hip hop and i was just like what like you you what? didn't hear the song like he was oh, so mad and yeah. it's like get people will ask you like are you a fan of biggie or tupac i'm like i didn't grow up on biggie and tupac i grew up on shirley caesar and like yeah. you know yeah. what i mean like i i didn't grow up on and, and wj and smooth jazz like i didn't grow up on that, that kind of stuff you know right. so I, I know them but i'm not i can't name every song off of every tupac album like that's my yeah. wife she loves tupac but i didn't grow up on that kind of stuff you know i yeah, grew I up in a you. strictly you know religious household so you know that's that's you know well um, did you have a favorite rapper though like 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 the one rapper like that guided you when you were a kid or a, for, a teenager or formative years um, definitely Kanye West. Um, okay, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. you know Kanye came out. You know, I remember my boy put me on when he dropped through the wire, and he was like, "Yo, man, you heard this dude Kanye West?" I'm like, "Nah," you know. And I'm heard him, you know, rapping, and he had the polos and the backpacks and stuff. I'm like, "Oh, this. Oh, so you can be a rapper, and not rap about guns? Oh, that's cool. All right, yeah. cool. So I feel like I could kind of be myself at that point. Um, and he still wasn't as cool, but yeah. um, I definitely didn't have to act like." You know, I was rapping like Cameron or nothing like that. So that was definitely one of the biggest. <laughs> you don't want that. Yeah, like, you know, um, but, you know, him, uh, he was definitely like number one back then, um, especially, you know, uh, his music kind of guided a lot of events in my life. Like he dropped 808s and Heartbreak. Uh, and that was around the time that I lost my mom. So it was such a, and I think I broke up with my girlfriend at the time around that same time too. So my soundtrack at that time was 808. Like that's all I was listening to. Yeah. Um, you got so much course, black for that though when I dropped though. I can't oh believe my gosh. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, this, this album is beautiful. What are you talking Oh, you know, he's, you don't yeah. know how to say it. Like, yo, man. But I saw someone said like, you know, he makes, he doesn't make music for now. He makes music for like five years in the future. So like right. later down the line, it's like, oh, that's a slept on album. But yeah, he got a hollow flag for that. But you know him, uh, I think Lupe too. Lupe definitely was a big one because he was doing the anime and, and video game references in his music. And yeah, you know, definitely. Is there, I guess the other side is, is there a kind of like um, an aversion to some of the younger rappers who appropriate some other parts of the culture you're not familiar with, like the colored hair or like the, the jewelry return? Like, is some of that like kind of miss you? Or are you kind of like, hey, man, hip hop's for everyone. Come on in. Is it a balance? That's yeah, what's man. your problem. I mean, hip hop's for everybody. I mean, you can't really, from my, from my thought, it kind of your heart has to be in it to a degree. Yeah. Like I know some people, you know, you, you can't judge anybody's story cause you don't know anybody's journey. You know, um, I remember, you know, seeing a story, for example, this has nothing to do with it, but you know, um, 
for example, Kevin Owens will talk about how, you know, he learned how to speak English, you know, from watching WWE, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, you don't know where somebody is and what they've learned and where they've been. So it's like, to, for have to have somebody, you know, for example, they might not be from the hood, you know, but right. they're rapping and it's like they're in hip hop. It's like you don't deserve, you don't know the struggle. Like Drake, I remember when Drake first came out, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. nobody remembers like back then where it was like Drake wasn't cool. Like Drake was like the, the kid from the grassy, and I would be me and my homie we listening to like Room for Improvement, like oh this dude is nice, and yeah. people like not nah, Drake what? <laughs> and like it got to a point where it was the people would be like oh you don't, but you don't know what kind of kind of um influence hip-hop has had on somebody so yeah. as long as your heart's in it it's yeah. like come on in you know now if you're just you know you're appropriating the culture where it's like you have nothing to do with about you don't love hip-hop for real you're just doing it for a check then it's like you know come on like it's right it's not cool same as wrestling like you can tell who's really in it because this is what they love to do this is their passion and you know this is for some people a check you know that's why i make so many parallels to wrestling and hip-hop because to a degree it's it's almost similar you know you can tell what wrestlers are here because they love it and what wrestlers are here because they just got muscles and yeah. you know vince was like come on in it's like mm-hmm. you know you can tell you can tell so uh, here's a question I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if you have an answer to it just me just sitting here listening to you speak big girl game on it is there a way if like let's say you are about it but people think on the outside you're here for a check. Is there any way to demonstrate it? Is this consistency in years? Is it like a, a TikTok live stream? <laughs> How you yeah, get that I mean, listen? yeah, <laughs> I get it. I'm here. I swear to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's your actions. Like you got to be consistent. You got to stay into it. Um, you got to have moments where you you prove yourself. You got to step up. You know, there's always going to be opportunities for you to step into it. Um, you just got to be ready and, and prove yourself sometimes. Um, you know, uh, it's been moments where I've been kind of on the outside because I don't know how to freestyle. Like, I can freestyle on a good day, but, yeah. like, I'm not a freestyle rapper. Like, that's just not what I am. And so yeah. there have been times where I've been on it at a show, and it's like, oh, come on, y'all, it's time to cipher. And everybody's looking at me, and I'm like, uh, I'm not sure about this. And I'll start freestyling, and it's like, oh, never mind. But yeah. – it's other moments where you step up, you know, it's other moments where you gotta, you gotta prove yourself. Um, and it can, it can be done, but once again, your heart has to be in it. If your heart's in it, people will see it, you know, but if it's yeah. not people, people can tell, man, people can tell and they will tell, yo, well, what's on the horizon, man. I'm coming out the wax tape. Anything after that you looking out for what's going on? Um, you know, so a couple things. Um, so wax tape is one of, uh two it's actually two of three projects so the first album um i kind of totally glossed over uh i dropped last year it was actually like a free album it's called black labyrinth um so that's kind of like the prequel of this tape okay yeah um yeah i dropped that actually um I was literally like living with my like mother-in-law. We like, like, like went through a crazy situation, COVID, you know, everything shut down. And so this was one of the albums where I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm setting the mic up in the basement. Like I'm going to take it back to back in the day. Like I'm going to just record this joint, put it on SoundCloud for free. Um, so that kind of set up the whole storyline. So Wax Tape is the album number two. Um, and then I'm doing another album after that. So that's going to be happening. But um, I also have a top secret project coming out soon uh, with, you know, somebody that I'm, I'm real close with in the city. Um, I'm not going to say any more details about that because people are going to be listening. And I got some people that are kind of like, kind of cut the ears up, but, you know, but just, I mean, there's something else coming. 
Stallone yeah. is the Kevin yeah, Hart is the yeah. Bruce. What, what, tell me. <laughs> But yeah, so so not too long after this project comes out, I'm gonna have another project. So I'm gonna hit a back to back. Um, so it's it's this is something where a lot of people are used to me dropping an album like once a year or like once every two years. So you know, this is gonna be one of the things where this is just one of many. So once this drops, it's, it's kind of a rare thing. It's gonna be a couple of drops after this, but wax tape is definitely number one. Ah man, right on. Yo, if someone's listening right now, they want to connect with you, man, follow you on the social media, see those albums yeah. on sale. How they go about doing that? Uh, definitely go to the website, Swayze.xyz, Swayze.xyz. It's just that. Um, all my albums are up there, discography, videography, um, Twitter, Swayze.xyz, Instagram, Swayze.xyz. You killing the game, man. Top secret project. I want, I want to be there, like yo, man. He was on my show. He couldn't tell me. I understand. <laughs> that was the first time he mentioned it. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, man. He's another. Uh, I- I'll tell you, it's 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 wrestling based. You know, so it's it's definitely gonna be one of those things where okay, you know, the wrestling heads are gonna love it. The hip hop heads are gonna love it. Um, it's it's definitely gonna be a callback to the '90s. Um, but that's that's all I'm gonna say because he, my homie's gonna listen to this. I'm like, why did you say that? So I don't wanna. I don't all right, but, but on the way out, though, I want to say. Remember when Macho Man had an album? <laughs> Be a man. Oh, don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. No, no. <laughs> so oh, man. I don't know why they came up on newsfeed a couple of months ago. I was like, why were we listening to this? Be a yeah, man hold home. this hold this record. Like, what's yeah. going on? Yo, man, they talk about beat about it, man. I've been putting uh-uh. some wax. <laughs> yeah, man. Didn't even know back then, like what the real story was neither. That's the funny thing. Like, yeah, there's was... a real story behind that. Like, when you get older, you look back, like, oh, Stan Drew had beef. Like, yeah. Um, he was on WCW, and Master P was probably like, you want help? Like, nah, I got you, <laughs> brother. <laughs> People don't know, man. People better. don't know. Thanks so much for listening to New Amsterdam Radio. Learn more about the show at newamsterdam.com. That's K-N-E-W Amsterdam.com. Until next time, this city is yours. <laughs> <laughs>